Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ozone. You asked for it, you got it. This is Omar Benson Miller, actor, that guy from those movies, extraordinaire, and I'm here with my brother, Terry Miller. Icons, Twitter, let's do it. There you go. He's keeping it short and sweet. So, all right, look, guys, we're here. This is our podcast, and we give you a lot of straight talk, a lot of non-PC talk. We're going to talk about sports. We're going to talk about the way it is out there and the way we think it should be. You're welcome to join in. Uh, we're going to jump right in be with our favorite sport because it's springtime. Springtime means change. It also means spring training, which means the baseball starting out, and I, for one, can't wait. I can smell the grass. You can, you, inside? <laughs> it literally. Dude, we're in California. It's legal. <laughs> oh, it's all okay. good. Well, I got a card. <laughs> he's got a card. Hilarious. Move to Denver, Stoner. <laughs> so things are good. A uh, lot of exciting things coming up in the baseball season right now. But I want to jump right into it and see. Just talk about last year's MVP of the National League, Bryce Harper, and this incredible Instagram video he put up the other day. Did you see it? No, I have not. Are you watching it right now? I am watching it, and it is mind-blowing. <laughs> it is mind-blowing. My head is cracked. It's wide open. I hold have... on, hold on, guys. we got to put Terry's head back in his skull. <laughs> I have water in my oil. His head is cracked. There's water in his oil. His Blown rings gasket. are blown. <laughs> I'm so smoking all over the freeway. All over I'm the all freeway. over the freeway. The Come on. <laughs> I can't see. Come on. <laughs> Somebody pull this guy away. Tow him off. So listen, if you guys didn't see it, go look up uh, uh, Bryce Harper's Instagram. It is pretty incredible. This kid is about as strong as they get. He's on one of those exercise balls that I should use more often to actually do some sit-ups. But Bryce Harper is such a stud, he said, forget the sit-ups. I'm standing on the exercise ball with a weight, right? Does he have a, he have a weight with him or something? No. No, he's just, just standing on the exercise ball. That's enough. Standing on a ball. That should be enough, but it's a plastic air-blown ball, and he's doing squats. Wow. It's in, uh, what you guys can see his face right now. This is insane, and, and what this is is, you know, this kid, he was on the cover of uh, Sports Illustrated or ESPN The Mag when he was 16. Right. You know, he was a can't-miss prospect. Last year is when really it all came together for him. His numbers are insane. He's, he's putting up video game numbers, and that was with not so much help in the lineup, to be honest. And I think that the only thing they could slow him up, actually, it's an injury. Yeah. God forbid, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to shatter numbers. But let me tell you something. If you can do that on a, a, an exercise ball, there's not much that's going to be able to hurt you, really. Um, and, and this leads me to talk about where we are now in athletics with fitness. You know, we're in a different space now. Uh, uh, Terry, for those who didn't know, was a professional baseball player. He was drafted by the Dodgers. He had blazing speed. We'll get to that later because there's uh, some guys at the NFL Combine running some slow times uh, in comparison to, to the icons here. Um, but what we're seeing now is we're seeing a new world of fitness in all sports. And nutrition. And nutrition. Yeah. Because back when we both played, it was lift a bunch of weights, eat a bunch of steak, well, really, not lift a bunch of weights, though. They were always afraid of the weights. And then swimming as well, because you don't want to mess up your eyes. Oh, don't mess up your eyes to chlorine, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but it, well, and it, it's just kind of uh, a sport dependent, whether they wanted right. you to lift a bunch right. of weights or what they wanted you to do. For the big guys, they just wanted you to not eat. Uh, <laughs> for the little guys, they wanted you to eat everything that was in front of you. And you come to find now, 
you know, I did a coin flip a few years ago for a film uh, that I did, The Express, and it was in honor of uh, Ernie Davis, the first Heisman Trophy winner. And I got to be involved in a coin flip on a Sunday night football game between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I tell you, I went out there to the center of the field, and Ben Roethlisberger is bigger than me. I couldn't believe it. Now, if if I would have had that kind of latitude to play quarterback, because I used to be able to throw a football at 70 yards or so on a spiral. I had a hose. Uh, until that fool pulled out my shoulder in the basketball game. <laughs> what, what league was it? That was at the Long Beach League. <laughs> the Long Beach League. That was Big James. <laughs> Big James. Big James. From he Long lost Beach his control. State. He lost control and pulled my shoulder out. Yeah. I don't appreciate that, James. My arm still hurts, and I can't throw the ball 70 now yards anymore. Now he's got anymore. a bum wing. I got a bum wing along with some bum wheels, but that's a whole other story. But back then, the only thing that I was ever considered to do on a football field was to play on the offensive line. You know, we got to hang out with CC Sabathia uh, a lot. A and, giant. And we hang out with Ace. Ace makes me look like a little kid, man. Ace is 6'8", you know, 315, 320. Stud. And, and total stud. And truth be told, the, the, the media in New York seemed like they put a lot of pressure on him to lose weight, and that's when his performance suffered. Exactly. He wasn't as effective. Yeah. So I think that there's some interesting videos, some interesting information going on now when you deal with nutrition in sports. You know, you got guys, you look at it, you look at, at like Jake Arietta. They say Jake Arietta's routine before he comes to uh, the, the Cy Young. Yeah. No, 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 forget spring training. In Chicago, when he's about to pitch a game, Jake Arietta rides his bike something crazy like five miles to the field. Wow. Then he does like a full Pilates or yoga kind of setup, and then he deals on you. <laughs> then he goes, Thanks a lot, dude. <laughs> then he goes nine. So it's like, uh, you know, let me look up Jake's. Uh, Jake's yeah, side. but, you know, there's a slippery slope also because, you know, what about the the guys who go to GNC? You know, you heard about a lot of guys who go to GNC and get a product, and then all of a sudden they're suspended for 20 million games. There you go. There you go. I mean, and that is that twenty million games is more than anybody could play to, 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 to <laughs> really? suspension. For. Well, we play three, four a game a day, you know, pretty much. No, but you know, it's it's true. Um, it's really interesting because it leads you to wonder, hey, how much of this is actually a guy something that he bought over the counter at GNC, and how much is it is some you know some hanky panky coming from a, a doctor who's trying to give him a leg up. And it's unfortunate because I don't want to be one of those guys who doesn't believe anybody. We got a friend, Time Warp Tony. He'll call in at some point. Right. Time Warp believes that everybody juices right. nonstop. Even his parents. He thinks his parents are juicers. <laughs> and I have to say I agree with him. Uh, oh, you, you tested him recently. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, folks, random drug check. <laughs> like, Omar, what are you doing here? You want some food? I was like, no, going to need a sample from you. <laughs> it, was, it was a little disturbing, but, you know, uh, I didn't have a hard time. I, I trained at the YMCA, so you see a lot of old, saggy balls. You get used to it. T-bag. Kind of like a uh, gold digger. So, anyways, um, yeah, you know, I don't want to believe that. Yeah, well, Big Poppy, right? Big Poppy said that he got his over the over the counter. And I believe him. I believe him, too. He's a big dude. And he can swing the stick. He's and always he swing the stick. stick. Come on. And he got around some other dudes that could swing the stick. And, right. And, and that usually helps you swing the stick. Hmm. Look at this. Let's go back to Jake. Jake says, on game day, I generally like to have two meals before the game. I want to feel full without any sensation of sluggishness or overeating. It's not always about controlling the portion size. It's about what we eat. The day I start, I like to warm up twice. Wow. Oh, he does the foam roll. That foam wow. roll is real. We were just speaking about that. Yeah. Jake uh. gets loose, man. He gets the heart going a little bit, he says. 
uh, uh, light meditation, calm his mind before the real work starts, about 90 minutes before the game, and then I shut people down. <laughs> he didn't say that, but but we see the proof yeah. is in the pudding. But speaking of the juice, let's talk about this situation with the Mets, the former Met, Henry Mejia. Uh, it's terrible, terrible. But Talk now, to me, Bone. What well, are you saying? He's saying that the league is out to get him. I, hey, it's not the first time we've <laughs> right. heard that, though. <laughs> right. This is the problem. Right. But I don't know if I can believe that. I mean, first time. Okay. So so for anybody who doesn't know, Henry Mejia used to be the closer for the Mets before they got really good. Right. And he actually was a, a pretty good closer. He got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. Went and, down and, to the minors. And, and went down to the minors. But he was a pretty good closer when he was in the show. And I have to say, he has an impeccable perm. <laughs> Very impressive. <laughs> Especially, Very impressive. I mean, I mean, you, who could you compare it to? I think Pedro. I would say he's giving me he's giving The me happy nappy. <laughs> the happy nappy. Come on, man. Uh, I don't know. It looks like he might be giving me some of that circa 70 black exploitation work. He's giving me <laughs> some nice Oakland A's 78. Right? It's nice. It's, it's nice. Very right nice there. main. It's a nice main. Unfortunately, it did not stop him from juicing or from getting do? caught. So, so let's 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 go back to this. So, my man got hurt, right? And you know, he's even admitting he's saying, "Okay, look, the first time he's only twenty six years old for one, right?" So, so you know, lifetime ban. Come on, dude. come on, man. What are you gonna do for the rest of your life? Just deal on guys like us in the Sunday League? I don't want to see you. You, <laughs> you got to bring your own umphies, dude. Come on. <laughs> you still have to pay to play like I do. It's terrible. Come on. So so he's saying, first go around, he's saying, hey, I juiced. It was me. I was hurt. I didn't know what to do. It was the first time I had been hurt. I'm trying to figure out. Uh, um, I'm trying to figure out what happened. And because uh, and, and I've never been hurt before. And... And somebody probably said, hey, man, try this. It'll get you back quick. Exactly. And next and, thing you know. Yeah, and I would probably have done it as well, you know, and say, okay. That's big of you. I, w- I want to get back in the game. Pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you don't want to stand on the sideline and watch everybody else play, and I'm like the kid with my glass, my face <laughs> smashed against the glass. Let me in. No, you don't. You don't want to get left out on the playground. And, you, you know, you also, the situation is tricky, but that's that's neither here nor there. Nobody's disputing whether or not. He juiced the first time. Uh, he juiced. He got an 80-game suspension because he he tested positive for that good old Stan Nozanol uh, and an anabolic steroid. And that sounds like the the old horse tranquilizer. Sounds like it, but I don't know what it is. Maybe it's some new high-tech stuff that everybody just keeps getting caught on. So in July, three weeks and seven appearances into his return with the Mets, he was suspended 162 games for testing positive for both Stan Nozanol and Boldinanone. The second positive test actually occurred while Mejia was still serving the first suspension. Now that is some commitment to the juice. <laughs> He's committed. You, you can't you. fault the guy for that. No, he went in. He wanted to get big. He, he wanted to get big. He wanted to get big. So, speaking through an interpreter, Mejia told the Times that the Major League Baseball officials told him that if he appealed the results of the second test of the stanza la 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 and the Boldinanone, that they will find a way to find a third positive. And then he added he felt like he was being conspired against by the league. To me, kind of sounds a little ridiculous. Why? Who's so mad? And I'm a big conspiracy theorist. Who is so mad at Henry Mejia that they're setting him up? Other than potentially Juris Familia, who took over his job. (laughs) Hey, you want my water bottle? (laughs) 
Oh, you probably sat on the bench, you had a needle sitting down. Damn it, Juris. <laughs> Why would you do that to your man? That's messed up. But Mejia tells the Times he also turned to the Players Union for help, but there was no grounds for appeal. And then he said they should have found something to appeal for. <laughs> he's a young man. So he takes no responsibility. It looks like he's not taking any responsibility. As most young men do nowadays. As, as, as most young men do. And then he goes to the next level. And he says... There's another level. There's one more level. He says... He told the newspaper, I don't have any regrets. (laughs) He did it his way. He's in New York. Come on, dude. (laughs) Come on, man. He he was listening to Sinatra before the game. And uh, he said, I wouldn't change a thing. If the situation was meant to happen, then it was meant to happen. If God wanted it that way, it's going to happen. Well, you know what? Here we go. And this is one of the principles we talk about, though. I'm not mad at this guy... If he's willing to commit and go all in. What can you say? He's, he believed. Be, he believed. <laughs> because he basically is saying, look, either they set me up or I just decided to juice. But when we're talking about the dollar amount difference right, between a guy who's juicing and a guy who had an injury and now can't get in the game. Right. You're talking about a complete and total difference between being able to take care of your family and your livelihood. You're talking about... Be working at you know wherever it is you may go work right. versus getting a sixty million dollar deal to close games. Who wouldn't do it? I, I mean, mean, come on, man. You would you you would contemplate it. Come on, everybody's gonna contemplate. <laughs> you know, but there's a lot of people who would lie and say, "Oh, I wouldn't do that. That's wrong." Bullshit. There you go. You know, I mean, that's big money you're talking about. That's big time money. Hand that's, over fist. That's hand over fist. Come on. You, you, we're talking about a lot of dough. I mean, a lot of dough. And you, you have to make that decision on what you're, you know, what you're... And what you, you know what? And everybody always acts like it comes down to morals or something. I don't think that's a moral issue at that point. Wow. That's it. That's an, that's an interesting... This is like a, a law school debate because you could say, you could make the argument that morally you have an obligation to make as much money you can to, for exactly. your family and, and your lineage. This is why he came to America. This is why he came to America. And to this capitalize. Is why he does not regret anything that he did and this is why he's not in the show anymore (laughs) (laughs) this is why henry is has to figure out what he's how he's going to maintain his i think he needs to cut his hair and come back again and nobody under a different name exactly you know what he should give him the frostro carmona he should that's what he should do he should i got the answer hey call me up and he should be mejia Henri. (laughs) why Henri? just because it's his first name he just turned it around so he could never they'll never know then he can come on pitch backwards. They'll never know. They'll, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work out for him. Hey, I want to send a shout-out to all my friends over at 5-4 Clothing. Uh, they always keep you looking fresh and looking right. I am the voice of the 5-4 Club, and if you want to look good without shopping all the damn time, go visit 5-4Club.com. So let's move on. Let's move into the world of hoops. Let's talk about Damian Lillard. On fire. Wow. Are you kidding? I mean, he's not that far off of Steph Curry. And you know what's interesting is that even that you're saying that Steph Curry is like the gold standard. He is to most of the league, but not to me. I, I really like his game. I really like what he's about, but I really feel like that you could shut him down if you actually decided to play defense. That's a pretty bold statement, shutting him down. I don't. I personally don't think that you can shut anybody down in the league nowadays well, because yeah, of the way that the game is called. It's true. The game is a, it's a, it's a scoring league, and they don't want anybody to get shut down. It's true. You know, they want... The version of shedding Steph down at this point would be holding him to twenty or less. Yes, you know, even uh, twenty five. He's averaging thirty. Wow, 
that dude's putting up numbers. But Dame Lillard, one thing that I appreciate that you see out of Dame Lillard that you don't normally see nowadays is you see uh, heart in a lot of ways that because he got obviously got snubbed for the All-Star game. Ridiculous. And ever since then, it's like he had a conversation with his boy or his brother. and was Or like, himself. Or himself <laughs> and was like, what? Me? I'm not an All-Star with these guys? Are you kidding? I give you 50 a night if I need to. And now he's giving you crazy numbers. I mean, I mean, bananas. 50, video games. <laughs> 50 points last NBA night. Jam. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's giving you some major numbers. And the Blazers are acting like they're, you know, like they're serious. They are, but I don't know if don't you Don't cry can, about it. Don't get so emotional I, I, I'm about emotional it. Emotional because I, I can't, I can't see you justifying getting rid of LaMarcus Aldridge. I just, I just, it's a hard pill to swallow. Especially when money is obviously not the object with that owner over exactly. there. Exactly. You got Paul Allen. He's a he's that's that's, that's bigmoney dot com. Uh, but and I guess Myers Leonard really let them down because they put a lot into him getting rid of Lamarcus Aldridge. Really? Yeah. Looking at the standings today, Portland is in the seventh seed if the playoffs started now. Uh, and they're right above the Houston Rockets. How about the Lakers? Totally and completely worthless. Let's hold on. (laughs) The Lakers have won a grand total of 12 games at this point. Nice. The Lakers are beneath the Mendoza line in wins. And this isn't even their sport. The Lakers have won 19% of their games this year. And I can't explain to you how happy it makes me that the Lakers are terrible. It it, it, really brings me joy. Really? That the Lakers are brutal. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And why is that? Because for years, for my entire life, I've watched the Lakers dominate. Showtime? Forget about it. Probably the best team. The Diesel? Team go. I mean, I love the Diesel. <laughs> I love the Diesel. Diesel. I enjoyed watching the Diesel yes. dominate. I just wish that the Diesel could have beat Jordan's Bulls or, or met them at least. Right. And they couldn't. And uh, But, yeah, between, you know, I mean, the Lakers, they're doing pretty bad. And realistically, I think – Personally, that you could make the argument that Kobe Bryant has cost the Lakers as many championships as he's won them. I completely agree. And and most people don't agree, especially here in the heart of Los Angeles, the place we call home. Right. Home of the purple and gold. And uh, you know, we got a we got a we got a caller. We got a caller that bleeds purple and gold, as a matter of fact. Who is it? Who is it? Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to introduce you to a friend of the show. Laker. Quick. Quick, 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 quick. Long-time collaborator here. We go back more than 20 years, and uh, we've sparred back and forth for years about the purple and gold. And we were just talking about the fact that the Lakers are under the Mendoza line in baseball wins right now. 19% of the games this year they win. How do you feel about the Lakers this year, Quick? Well, you know, this is a time that I think most of us knew were coming, you know, towards the end of Kobe Bryant's career. You know, nobody's going to want to play with an old, selfish dude. You know, <laughs> he was prime, you know, and there was winning involved. It might be different. But, you know, basically after the death of the great, true owner of the Lakers, Dr. Buss, we've just seen some poor leadership. You know, you got a guy, Jordan Clarkson, the young point guard, who uh, I think he made the all-rookie team, like second or third team last year. And then you go and draft a point guard. Don't quite understand. That. I I didn't understand that myself. And you go draft a point guard who's a stud in D'Angelo Russell, but then you pull the ageism card and you don't really let him play. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, you never know what happens in the locker room. You know, he may have said some young, you know, young slick shit, 
You he know, could have. He, yeah. He could have could have got back. Uh, you know that that's you know that that's the only thing I can think of. Dude is balling now that he's a starter. Right. And yeah. And almost to the People, dismay of Byron Scott. Sometimes I look yeah. at. Sometimes I see Byron Scott. They cut to Byron Scott after D'Angelo Russell hits a three, and he looks angry. <laughs> Me, my. Yeah, I, you know it. It seems personal. That's all it, I, does. it does. It does. It does. He doesn't particularly care for the young man, and you know what people have to understand about the pro athlete is to uh, get to the pro level. Um, maybe not as much as football because there's so many players, but you, you talk about baseball and basketball, and I would imagine hockey. You've done nothing but win to get to that point. You've right. done nothing but win to get and, to right. this level. You're a stone cold winner. Yep. And so you can't, you know, number one, you're not going to like losing. And number two, if the coach honestly doesn't know what he's doing, you're not going to feel it. Yeah. So that's, you know, no so are you act unprofessionally, but, you know, it just seems like Byron's not reaching these kids. Right now, so do you feel like Byron should be gone? Uh, you know, different ain't always better. Oh, um, that's, that's a good point. That's what Oklahoma City Thunder going through right now. I didn't understand why they let um, their coach go. Billy Donovan is okay. You know, he's a good coach. But, you know, so then to change coaches and Kevin Durant last year made no sense to me. And... And let, let's talk about – let's let, we'll get back to the Lakers because we know that you are Laker quick. Ladies and, and gentlemen, we got a celebrity oh, sighting that came in here. Oh, oh, oh. Another friend yeah, of the yeah. show, <laughs> a young stud out there in Hollywood that's really doing his thing. My main man and my my one to my two on the two-man game. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Robbie Jones is here. Robbie. Star of screen to screen. We're going to talk to Robbie as well. Robbie's actually starring on the new season of Bosch. I want to talk to you about that. Hey, hey, what's happening? What's happening? We're on the phone right now with Laker Quick, uh, a longtime collaborator of mine. This All is right. my ace on the phone, and 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 Laker Quick is is he's disheartened because of the state of the of the purple and gold right now. It's painful. It's, it's very, very. It's quite painful. <laughs> and and yet he was saying, you know, uh, uh, T Bone asked him if if he feels like Byron shot Byron Scott should be gone. And he was asking him if he thought Byron should be shot, actually. But no, no, no. He said, Scott should be shot. If Byron Scott should be gone. And, and Laker Quick had a great point. He said, you know what? Different isn't always better. And he brought up the OKC, the Thunder. He said, you know what? Now, what about this Thunder situation where they decided to fire Billy Donovan, who's a good coach, uh, who won a lot of games over a lot of seasons, but they fired they this guy. Billy Donovan. That's, the, that's the guy who they hired. Oh, they hired Billy Donovan. Mm-hmm. They fired Scott Brooks. They fired Scott Brooks. They fired Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks. And then and then and they, they got rid of Scotty Brooks, even though he's he's been winning. He was a great coach. And he got through to those guys. Yeah. They fire him. And now we're looking at a situation. Let's speak on this on the rotunda. Now we're looking at a situation where OKC can't close games. Exactly. It's painful. It's painful once to again, watch. Once again, it's painful to watch. OKC is an extremely talented squad. I mean, <sighs> extremely talented. Are they though? And I then mean, you watch uh, Russell I mean, Westbrook come down and throw the ball. To the third row? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the <laughs> I mean, I can't front on Danger Russ, though, because Danger no, no, Russ no. Is, has been balling. He's a beast. He's a beast. But, He's a beast. but, but you got to close. They can't close. They need Mariano. They need Mariano. Laker, quick, talk to me. What's going on with the Oklahoma City Thunder? Let's hear it. Uh, it's just a couple simple points. Some years ago, I made probably one of the more accurate predictions I've ever made, and I said that when the Thunder signed Kendrick Perkins for like 50-plus million, but that contract was going to keep them from winning the championship. It did. I remember when you because told me that. Market, I remember when you told yeah. me that. Yeah. And, you, and, and I thought that was just... Money to burn. And that's why they had to let go James Harden, and it's all been downhill from there. There you go. But because... at the end of the day, I think the biggest point is 
you can't have the two superstars that do the same thing in basketball. You can't. It's true. Even though they're different sizes mm. and everything, huh. Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant essentially do the same thing when it comes to scoring. Russell obviously drives a little more, but this is what made the Shaq Kobe thing so devastating. <laughs> made it devastating. They did completely opposite things. And the Magic Kareem action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Magic not really Green, Scotty and Mike, you know. though. But no, Scotty and, and Mike work. That, no, know. they work. Scotty and Mike work well. No, that's what I'm saying. Not but they really always had a big man. They work well, but they I'm had saying. They had a big man, too. They, I mean, uh, they had a guy out there that was big. That, that wasn't big. <laughs> yeah, but that's all large, you need. You have Scotty and Mike. They had a large. You have a big. They had a large. Yeah, but you have a Scotty and Mike. You don't need big. No, but that kind of contradicts what he was saying. Yo, I feel like you always need a big. And this is where we're losing with OKC. anymore. This is why, okay, yeah, you do. The Warriors got bogeyed out there. Last year they had David Lee. plays like 20% of the time. It doesn't matter. He's out there. And is barely taller than you. Hey, hey, you know what? I'm glad somebody said that. You cannot front uh, Andrew Bogut's contribution to the Warriors. I can't front quick. No, absolutely. It's Draymond Green. Without Andrew Bogut, they lost to the Clippers in the first round. Guaranteed. Andrew Bogut is like 7'9". That, that's nine. what happened two years ago. That's what happened. When Bogut oh, yeah. Hurt, and they had that tough series with the Clippers. And they could have beat the Clippers, but they couldn't. And who wasn't there? Andrew Bogut. The big Just fella. Just like last year, Cleveland got <laughs> Timothy Mozgov and all of a sudden was awesome. Oh. And beat black and like all LeBron's just turning it up. Big man don't get no love, man. Big man gets no love, Laker. The league is not about the big man anymore, though. The league isn't about the big man. And now, with your cherished organization, we know that the Lake Show has always been about the big man. Always. Until recently, which brings us to... They have a big man. Do you remember? We need a big man. The big man is there. Which brings us to... I don't even know what you're talking about. They don't. I don't even think they got anybody over 6'5 on the team. Roy Hibbert? I, I, he yeah, didn't even count. Yeah, yeah, Roy, Roy doesn't even count. Roy, he counts. Ouch. He's Roy, big yeah, man. Yeah. He said Roy don't count. Roy don't even count. <laughs> 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 that's what I'm hurt. I hurt somebody's feelings. Somebody in L.A.'s feelings got hurt Roy, right now. Roy. <laughs> it's Roy's feelings. Damn. <laughs> I'm here. Damn. Dude. I mean, yeah. oh, Roy said, dang, I don't get a roster spot? <laughs> he said, I don't count. <laughs> I still catch my checks. <laughs> dang. <laughs> you cold. And so, but so, but so you look at it. You look at the situation. I just want to go into something else. But you know, we we diagnose why they can't close because for one, Kendrick Perkins lost all that weight, which took away his intimidation factor, in my opinion, uh, back then. Two, they got rid of James Harden, who's a wonderful number two or three, but a very overrated number one, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and and now when we talk about the Lake Show, one thing that I just want to go into really quickly for a short spell is. What is going on with the Kobe Dick riding farewell tour? <laughs> it's a mean, lot of slobbing. The dude is the number three all time leading scorer, man. He has five rings. We, we, I mean, we, look, so we, we just put the hairs and talk about some character issues, but the bottom line is <laughs> the dude is so nice that he's even <laughs> in full time asshole mode, the dude wins. He does he win. Wins. But I was making, before you called Laker Quick, I was making my famous argument, which is. I can I can make the argument that Kobe cost the Lakers as many championships as he's won them. Ooh, true story. Well, Ooh, true story. He cost Ooh. a good three. I don't know about you know to say that he cost us five. That's a bit much. But I mean, that's a bit cost, much. You know, <laughs> but but realistically, enough, is it though? But he Does anybody three. really beat Kobe, Shaq, and like no, us really. in this room right now? No, because no. Robbie's pretty good. No. Huh? They could have kept that team together, and, you know, just no. That that team, it could have been the Celtics in the sixties. They could have won like eight. They could have won like yeah. no, but but here's my thing, and that's all good. We don't even need to go into that. What I want to talk about is 
Let's look at this farewell tour. Every single city. I mean, the All-Star game was such a deep tribute. Like, I almost had to turn the, the, the pregame off. It was so – I'm all for respecting the legend. They never get it twisted. I'm not saying Kobe Bryant isn't a legend. I'm not saying he's not nice. Obviously, he's a champion. Mm-hmm. He's got five more rings than I do yep. and about $500 million more than I do. The dude, the dude is, a, is, is a winner. Preach. So, yet at the same time, who knows if this is Tim Duncan's last year. Right. And Tim Duncan, you can argue – is every bit as nice as Kobe Bryant. And Tim's he still got beat it. that Laker crew. And a better teammate. Yes. Tim Duncan's overrated. Oh! oh, my God. Hang up. <laughs> the next call? Uh, do we have another? Are you kidding? Hold on. We're going to let you make. We're going to let you make. We're, we're going to sit here with our with our jaws dropped open for you to, to, to explain that one. I mean, he just is. Oh, that's you a terrible. That's, that's, you, you have not made your. You just showed that that's that Laker heart you're talking with right now. No, you just no, mad because no. he hit that big shot at the top of the key that year. He and his feelings. He and his feelings. He's always had like two or three All Stars playing with him. Kobe had. Kobe played with Shaq. Kobe played with the, maybe the most dominant ever. Shaq counts as like two All Stars. Okay, but <laughs> you're Tim Duncan. You have probably at this point, without a doubt, the second greatest coach of all time. You Who's have the first? multiple superstars. Who's the first? Multiple stars around you. Um, I still Jackson, of course. You got to respect winning. You know. If that's the case, I got to go with Red Auerbach. Right. It took me years to put him over Pat Riley. You know what I mean? But yeah, I got to go with Pop. You know. I, I don't know. Pop cost me yeah. my money. Uh, in that, <laughs> so that, that you definitely got to go with him. I'm definitely not going with Pop. I'm just mad. I'm it. just listening to hear the critique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 Like I, I love everything you're saying, but I'm just listening to hear what you got to say bad about Timmy now. And there's nothing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just think that people get a little carried away. Just oh, he's the greatest pop forward ever, 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 ever. I think that Tim Duncan definitely took advantage of the fact that they always put him that power forward when he's a center. He's seven feet tall, and they put him at power forward because he's not the most physical type dude, and he gets to dominate cats who are shorter than him. He made a big career, man, out of scoring on people who are shorter than him. Time is time. The reason why Tim Duncan and them never went back to back is because he would get his ass kicked by some of his contemporaries. We've seen it. I've seen Kyle Gasol get Tim Duncan the business in the playoffs. I've seen Kevin Garnett really get Tim Duncan the business in the playoffs. I've seen Amari Stoudemire. Just dunk all over Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is definitely all the same all that, no doubt. But have Not you seen anybody five. collect five rings like Tim Duncan? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. No, but... Uh, oh, okay, yeah, real quick, this has been a good conversation. So let's go to the next subject. So we're going to move on here because uh, because he, he can't even hold up his hand. He doesn't even look at his hand. It's so bright. How many championships does Amari Stoudemire have? <laughs> Thank you. in his prime on the Spurs, man. You think I ain't getting no rings? I can't. I can't play the what if game though. Right there. All time leading scorer, the second all time leading scorer, Carl Malone, putting up twenty five plus for like fifteen years. You put him with the Spurs. Yeah. They actually put him with the Lakers, (laughs) and he didn't do anything. Uh, Actually, he got hurt. (laughs) That's what he said. Hey, that's you're you're suggesting that he lied, he wasn't really hurt? Come on, yes. T, you're going too far now. <laughs> no. no professional no, athlete hurt. is that, just going to lie about team, that. That team with Gary Payton and Tom Malone was about to be, that team was just too too great. It was, the world wasn't ready. They started off <laughs> one and two. The next thing you know, they were 19 and three, and then everybody got hurt. Tom uh, Malone was almost out there triple-double. He was balling, and everybody knows how much I hate that dude. And it's so personal, Malone, quick. It's so he personal. He's serious. That thing. Oh, he's serious. Okay, 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 okay. Let's let's let's, let's, let's calm down the hate. We're we're gonna we're, we're keeping it light on the ozone. But what I want to know, 
We're gonna we're gonna run we're gonna run one more NBA question by you. Then we're gonna sit. We're gonna build with our man Robbie. Uh, uh, I want to talk to you about. We see the Warriors are the favorite to win it all. How do you see this year's playoffs playing out? It's gonna be pretty awesome on the West Coast front. Um, you know, you know, LeBron's gonna move off to a championship. I don't even think it's really you know worth talking about the Eastern Conference. I mean, you know, what are you saying? Oh, the Atlanta Hawks gonna be pretty. We know. We're talking about the Raptors so, would be the only team. I think that's a that's a yeah, formidable force at this right. point. Yeah, and that's not that's not gonna happen. So it should be awesome. <laughs> so, so what? Do, what's your prediction to happen out west? And if you say the Lakers are going to win it all, I know that you're, you're really Lakers quick. <laughs> well, this is the thing, man. Everybody, the, the scary team out west, because I think the, I think the jury is kind of is about to come with their verdict on the Thunder. They could still surprise us, but nobody's impressed at this point. The X factor in the West is the Clippers. Uh, I'm, there's a lot of people are sleeping on Blake Griffin at this point. I don't know I how agree. Yeah. I do agree with that. The problem on the Clippers. People need to look up and see what kind of numbers he put up in the playoffs last year. He had like Monster. multiple triple doubles in the playoffs last year. Play ball. Like he, and he got his game together, so I respect that. You know I'm a Clipper fan. Yeah, and Preach. honestly, Preach. That, no, nah, that dude works hard. So I don't know about him punching his homeboys and all that type of stuff. But as far as his game, <laughs> that dude's work ethic, as far as his game, is, is perhaps second to none. He used to free throw like DeAndre Jordan. Now he's 70-plus percent. He has a yeah. mid-range little jump shot now. I don't know how they figured Blake Griffin was ever the problem. You're talking good. You're talking real good right now. He's preaching right now. He's preaching right now. He's preaching right now. But now here's the question. Can him and CP3 get along so that they can actually move forward? Because you get the bum-ass Rockets down 3-1, to you got to close that out. Honestly, I think it's Doc Rivers. Really? Yes. I've heard that before. I don't want to believe that. You have to because he has the talent and he's not winning. There's more to that than a lot of people want to admit. I I. I agree with T on that. I think Doc Rivers, <laughs> once again, he's, I think he might be slightly overrated. You know oh, no question. You, you get a team with, with three Hall of Famers and Rondo, who is like one of the best point guards in basketball when his mind is right, in a sorry Eastern Conference, dude, he's supposed to get one ring. You know, right. that's one. just that's just Celtic hate right there coming from Laker quick. <laughs> Laker quick. It, it is. We, we, on, it's, it's love, though. It's love. We just we just want to go. We're gonna we're gonna keep moving on the show here. I'm so happy you called in. Uh, I, I just got I got one more thing to cover with you because Rob, this we're gonna move into to 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 your strong suit here. Right. The reason Robbie wanted to stop by and the reason I really wanted him to stop by and and asked him to stop by is to talk about what's going down tonight with this UFC uh, 196. But before we talk about that, I want to slide into uh, the heavyweight boxing division. Ooh. And I and I want to talk about what's going on over there because the big fellas have finally got interesting again. Kind of right. Yeah, and they got that. <laughs> they have the uh, unPC monikered King Kong Luis Ortiz <laughs> boxing tonight. He goes by King Kong. <laughs> Does the brother go by King Kong? <laughs> Quick said he got to get rid of that. <laughs> that ain't cool. That ain't cool. So we're looking at we're looking at King Kong tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the 36-year-old Cuban is a southpaw. He's 24-0 with 21 knockouts. Ooh. And I'm here to tell you, the brother hits hard. Man. Is he real? He's real. He's real. Uh, He's got thump, and that lefty always throws everybody off. Uh -huh. what, what do you got for me, Quick? Let's talk about, uh, real quick, sum it up for me, Quick. Nice. Hold on. Sum it up for this me, Quick. Nice. We're going to go with, I want, I want to hear your take on a potential round-robin kind of scenario with Luis Ortiz, who's fighting a man named Tony Thompson tonight. Uh, 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 Anthony Joshua, the young brother from from England, Tyson Fury, also from England, 
uh, Vladimir Klitschko uh, from Mother Ukraine, David Hay from England, and the American bronze bomber, my personal favorite heavyweight right now, yes. Deontay Wilder, yes, Young Tay. Absolutely. So talk to me quick. What do you feel about it? Um, there's a couple of English cats that are bums. Tyson Fury is a bum. Um, yeah. It's I'm hard to support the knock need fight. It's hard to support that, isn't it? It is. And you're like coming from a guy with bum knees. Who's got a, and I, I wouldn't probably support myself if I, if I saw that in the ring and be like, ooh. I'm like, come on, man. He doesn't look balanced. He's he smoking mirrors. Yeah. He looks yeah. like he's going to fall down all the He time. looks like he could, he's not me. I think Vladimir Klitschko is about to potentially give you that Ivan Drago and beat the shit out of this dude. I think on the low, I don't even know Vladimir Klitschko, but I'm venturing to guess that he is so embarrassed that he lost to this clown that he's going to destroy him when they have that rematch. That's me personally. Right. And I think Deontay Wilder is also the truth. And uh, But I, this Cuban dude, man, Cubans box and they play baseball. This cat has like 200 or, yes, his amateur fights are in the hundreds, and he lost like two or three. You know what I'm saying? And this dude is, he's, I like him. You know, it, it remains to be seen just how much Vladimir Klitschko has left. I, you know, I'd be surprised if he couldn't beat this dude the second time around. Um, but I still think he's he's got to be in that top three. You know, if I had to put the top three right now, I'd probably go with Deontay Wilder. I got to go with this Cuban dude. He is undefeated. And I'm going to go with Klitschko. You know, the rest of the cast kind of contenders, you know, but those are the main three. And I would love to see Wilder fight this, um, fight Luis Ortiz. I think that would be an awesome fight. Yeah, I think that would be a good fight. fight. But it would be an awesome fight. It would not be a very long fight because neither one of them are defensive specialists. No, no. And when you get that big, you got to have some defense. Otherwise, it's going to be a short night, as they say. Yes. And your speech, I'll be right. <laughs> like a quick friend of the Ozone, you're always welcome on our line. We want to thank you for coming quick. out again, and uh, and we'll we'll catch up with you next week on next uh, next week's episode of the podcast and see about your predictions. Appreciate it, fellas, man. It's always love, man. Ozone in the house, man. Peace out, brother. Late. Want to give another special plug to our friends over at Ritmo Mundo. They keep the world running on time. You'll see their watches, and you've seen them all over the world, sporting events, live and taped. Ritmo Mundo, we're here for you. Robbie Jones, I'm yes. here with you. Yes, I'm here with How's you, brother. Life? life is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. amen to that. I oh, see yeah. you. Mm. I see you shining. Yeah. Now, now I watch UFC fights uh, partially because of Robbie Jones. Because <laughs> Robbie calls me and says, hey, it's a big fight tonight. It's UFC 6,242. <laughs> got to see it. We got to see it. Got to see it. <laughs> and, uh, got and, to see it. And I wasn't necessarily always, you know, I wasn't necessarily uh, hip. There's some interesting fights going on now. Oh, a lot of man. interesting stuff. Oh, Talk to man. me. Give me a sneak preview of what you feel about what's about to happen uh, in the next few hours with this UFC Unstoppable 196. Okay, we got Diaz and we got Conor McGregor. Let's, let's speak on that. That's the big fight of the night, man. And okay. I, I feel like Conor McGregor, is he's been calling his shot. It's like he's Babe Ruth of the UFC. Yeah. He's yeah. saying, I'm going to knock him out in the first round. He knocks him out in the first round. He said, I'm going to knock him out in the second round. He knocks him out in the second round. He literally has been the soothsayer. Slash yeah, Babe Ruth, uh, the 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 UFC for the last four or five fights. So he said he was going to beat Diaz tonight uh, early. I'm a, that's hard. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, this is what I was telling T. Now T isn't the most UFC uh, uh, savvy fan, and yet at the same time, the, the fights that I have seen in Nate Diaz from his boxing standpoint, which always gives the UFC problems, MMA fighters problems. 
I don't see that going one round. And he's given up 20 pounds. I wonder what the final, I wonder what the pre-fight weigh-in is going to be. I wonder what they weigh now. Because I, I wonder what it is, too, because Nate is a slim guy. He's from around, he's Stockton, right up the street from oh, me. Oh, he's from Stockton. I didn't and know that. I'm trying to tell you, like, I've seen him take some damage. I'm talking about, like, he his chin is crazy. Yeah. And Conor McGregor is known for knocking cats out, but I think it's going to be a tough one. He's going to have a long fight tonight. And he wants to go to the ground because Nate is good on the ground. He's like he would prefer to be on the ground with him, but he wants to box too. That's the thing. He's balanced. Wow. But I, I just don't think he got enough skills to beat McGregor. I, oh, really? I think it's especially on a, he took it on short notice. Right? Yeah, I, I think McGregor's gonna get him on a decision, but I can't see McGregor knocking him out. That's just my opinion. Okay, now let's since we're on Conor McGregor, I got I got a couple opinions myself about McGregor is trying to get paid, and I understand that. Oh yeah. And everybody's you know this is America. People capitalists try to get paid. Oh, What's yeah. he doing? And when you're a, a, a good at something, you try to get paid. What's he doing? Is he's He's coming out the side of his neck, talking totally run his, reckless. Run his mouth ab- about how he would like to a boxing match with Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> did he say that? Which is laughable. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Robbie Jones, let me pull it up for you. Put that on mobs. He said that. <laughs> I don't. We can't I, put it on mobs. No, no, listen, like, you know, he listen. Said it. no, he no. no I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna show it to you. No. He said what? He said I'm. Hold on, hold on, man. No. This dude. This dude. Connor, is, no. Come on, man. Come don't on, do that. Now I know you're trying to get paid and all this, that, and the but other. Don't you're trying do to lure the champ out. Everybody knows my feelings on the champ. I think Floyd Mayweather is a great boxer. I think he's overrated, but I think he's a great boxer. And I can tell you this much. All of that, all of that nonsense that they were talking about Ronda Rousey <laughs> fighting for it, Mayweather. Nonsense. All this, all this, all this, all this, this it is Balderdash. It is Balderdash. All, all of this nonsense they're talking about now about uh, Connor about, would get about, his face knocked off. Are you crazy? If he's lucky, he would get are his you crazy? face knocked off. And he's smaller than Floyd. He would get his face knocked off. If Floyd would, that's what I'm like. You don't challenge people to their specialty. You know what I mean? Come on. It's like, ridiculous. You don't challenge Steph Curry to a three-point shoot. No, you're not exactly. going to beat him on that. You don't you want, do you're that. You're not going to beat him now. You way. don't do that. Exactly. You might you might say let's play one-on-one if you're a good basketball player, but don't challenge him to his specialty. Floyd he is a box. boxer. You, you you better get him in that you have that octagon. Exactly. Cuz I tell you what, you right. don't want to see the tips. No. <laughs> one's you and could two. Yeah, ones and twos You might challenge one. Floyd to a fight, a MMA fight. Because Floyd's not going to be able to hang with you, but don't challenge him to his specialty. Don't Hold do on that. a second. Let me see the quote. Respect. When asked about the prospect, McGregor told BT Sport, in boxing, I'm open to discussion. Come at me, but I hold the key. It is me who holds the key to the fight game. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like he's one of the Lord of the Rings series. Doesn't he? Doesn't he? Who wrote that? Who wrote that? That was brilliant. It is I who holds the key. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Oscar so white right there. That was, that was, <laughs> that's what that is. I am open-minded. I am open to discussion. What are you, what are you what are you going to discuss? What's the discussion, Connor? What is the discussion? When, when you going to get knocked out? <laughs> right. How? How long? Because he's not even because the first thirty seconds. Floyd are... Mayweather's not even going to run from you. Not That's at how all. little respect he's going to have for you. He'll sit there, go toe to toe, and put you to sleep toe. early. Toe to toe. You can't take him down. <laughs> you can't take, you can't him, take down. him down. That's not legal. Come That's on. not legal. So you got to stand there. You Ridiculous. can't kick him. You it's, can't kick him. It's embarrassing. You just go get your face knocked off. <laughs> you get beat up. You, and he might make it bad on you and might not just knock you out. He, he might, might make just it clown. swell up your organs. He might just clown. Come on, man. I, I mean, your man. So so I, that's all I wanted to speak about on that. But so, so okay, interesting. We're thinking about that. Now, I, I like the fact that Nate Diaz called everybody out for juicing. 
Really? Yeah, Nate Diaz came out. Did you see this? I did not see this. Wow, Nate Diaz came out. I'm asleep. Well, how did I not know all this stuff? All right, yeah. hey, man, this is the ozone, baby. We putting you up on things. Please do. <laughs> Hold on a second. Nate, Lace him up. Nate, Nate put him on blast? Not just him. He just put the, he put the whole UFC on notice. Wow. Uh, well, Nate is super skinny, so it makes sense. Yeah, but it looks like Dana White's on the juice too. That doesn't help. Yeah, well, he don't have to be in the ring. Yeah, he don't have That's to. You, he don't I have mean, to pee in the cup. Nobody gonna test Dana White. He's never, I mean, if he wants I mean, to go juice, he could <laughs> juice all he wanted. He could juice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. one thing I wanted to talk about is Manny Pacquiao fights Floyd Mayweather, and he says I got the bum shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, guys do this all the time in all kind of sports. Now, if I bet on you. If I bet on Conor McGregor tonight, right. and he's neg 500, meaning that he's the favorite 5 to 1. Absolutely. And Conor McGregor comes up talking about his elbow is bunk. I need a refund, homeboy. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. That's not what I that's not what I bet on. No. Life's not fair, Robbie. No. Oh, and yeah, I hold the key. <laughs> hold it the key. Doth to thine, to thine championship. Thy fighting games. <laughs> Medieval times, dinner and tournament. <laughs> no, so so uh so yeah, so you know, when you look at it, I'm a I'm I am very savvy to sports betting. And when I look at the situation, it makes you wonder how much with the lines and everything how much of it is Ace, Ross, Ace Rothstein style, you know, in casino where a guy just has insider information that says, hey, yeah. Robbie actually has got a bum shoulder. Yeah. So if he gets on the free throw line, he might not be able to make that one but two. Right. And, you know, it's disturbing to me because you look at the the fan duels, the, the fantasy king, draft kings, and the whole song and dance. People are actually betting their money thinking that it's a certain product. Absolutely. And that's not right. Right. But really, really bothers me. It's, is somebody saying they hurt tonight? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just talking about. I'm just talking in about general. it in general. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So nobody even asked. Nate Diaz just came right out and said it. This is coming from MMAfighting.com. Everybody's on steroids. Diaz said Wednesday during wow. a 196 presser. The whole UFC. Wow. Everybody. Wow. That's quite the accusation and one that didn't make Dana White very happy. So you know, uh, it, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting thing. Who knows what's going to go, who knows what angle that'll end up playing out. Right. But let's look at this. I want to play a clip real quick from uh, from the other fight of the night, Daniel Cormier and the return of John Jones, correct? That's not tonight. But they did. But listen to what we're about to talk about. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. Listen, listen to what Daniel said I about cannot, life. I cannot wait until this fight. Can't wait for that one. Hold He's on in, I, uh, I act a little differently around John. One is because of competitively, I want to get the best of him. Uh, outside of that, I don't really agree with the entitled attitude that he puts off. Wow. Two. Two. I, uh, I do think it's impressive, some of the numbers that he's put up. But just because I don't post stuff on the Internet, my every move, I'm doing the same type of things. Wow. And John Jones' response? I had no clue what he said over all those bulls. Um, <laughs> Sounds like John. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, um, you know, I, there's no secret. I've, I've had a lot of issues in my career. And um, I, I think DC, um, he wants me to sit up here with my head hung low and, you know, with, this, with a quitter attitude. But, you know... You know, I went through my depressed moments. I, I've, 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 uh, I've gone through my moment, you know, and uh, and now I'm ready to just 
to get out of that and, and hold my head up high and forgive myself for some of the ways I've made mistakes and to move forward. So, so you know, if he wants me to, to sit here um, mopey, mopey, it's not going to happen. And I'll work. So, you see, I love it. this is First what I'm all, saying. I That's why I want to get you to speak on it, it, brother. First of all, this is hilarious to see because Daniel Cormier before the last fight was talking so reckless. And got handled. And got handled. And after Sorry. the fight, <laughs> had to eat all them words. Lightweight in between tears now. Talking about he was just a better fighter tonight. Um, and uh, But, you know, he got me. He was just, he just, he was better. He was better. <laughs> High quality work from Robbie Jones, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's, <laughs> he, was, he was better. And, um, you know, I just, uh, I fought as hard as I could fight. I fought as hard as I could fight, and he beat me. But to his credit, though, was And it- now you see how he is before the fight? Well, I'm just, you know, what I really would say about the situation is that you know, I'm, not, I'm not quite fond of John's uh, work ethic. Or, you know, what is he saying? He can't even talk garbage no more because no, he's so because he, got beat up. he no, sees. He knows. It, he knows what John has for him. But to his credit, though, uh, you know, wasn't John Jones on that stuff at that time? That's not what. No. Uh-uh. When he lost to Cormier? No. He got in trouble for cocaine. I know, but that's that stuff. That, no, that's not performance enhancing. Come on, that's perf- that's that's. He can he can he probably couldn't feel the pain. No, see that was. He well, that, I don't know if he, he was on if he hit. No, the, no, no. Uh, uh, he took a toot right before no, he no, went no, into no. the ring. <laughs> no, he, was, were you there? He test. <laughs> were you? <laughs> he, his test did not was not in the the fight window, so it didn't affect the win or loss. Right. So oh, okay. they were just it saying, wasn't in the window. He, no, no, no. It wasn't in the window, but they were just saying he had done cocaine before. Oh, okay. So it was he didn't test positive for any drugs in the window. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. So his okay. win was clean. His win was clean. His yeah, win was clean. To, way to correct. T likes to stir up controversy that's from right. time to time. Uh, no, no, I, mean, that's, I want to ask him. Put it out so there. You, you, know, know. you said you made an accusation. Well, hey. well, John Jones is coming for you. Right. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. John's right okay. outside. You don't want that. You hey, man, I'm going to stay here tonight. You don't want that. So... So Robbie, tell me this. Now, how do you feel about the other fights on the on the on the on the ticket tonight with uh, Holly Holm and uh, Maisha Tate? <sighs> Holly Holm's first time back after uh, yeah. busting Ronda Rousey up. Yeah, that was that was that tragic. Good. That was tragic. It was fun to watch. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm a I'm a Ronda Rousey fan, but I love watching a good fight. I'm right. Saying. Yeah, and it was a good fight. It was a great fight. It was a fast fight. It was very fast. Misha Tate has no chance. Misha no. Tate, sorry. I'm gonna just go ahead and say that. Right. Misha Tate has no chance. I, I I'm I'm not a fan of her work. Just to keep it real, uh, I, I don't feel like she has any power. Right. There's no, nobody has any. Tr- I don't think anybody who fights her has to worry about getting knocked out ever. Which is a problem. It's a problem. You know yeah. what I mean? But she's, Kate, go- she's going the distance, or going to submit you, or going to beat you say. up. Yeah. You know, the war of attrition with her. Right. Holly Holm will knock you out, which is clear. She put yeah. Ronda to sleep. Yes. She packed out her. She packed you out her. Effectively, Ricky Hatton style, didn't she? Yeah. So I just think that I think Misha's in trouble tonight. I just okay because she can't get within she can't get within her range. She Is fights she like John Jones. She's taller. Oh, she's she's taller, taller than Misha, and she's no, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Misha's, Misha's shorter. Yeah, okay, she's, she's, she's got a great too much boxer. range. She's, she's a great boxer. Range. Holly's a great yeah. boxer. She got too much range. Now, she's do you think boxer. that Ronda Rousey would be able to handle her next fight? I think it's going to be a tough fight for both of them because I think Ronda's going to be much more focused. I think she came in loose. She was thinking about movies and what she was going to do after yeah. the fight, and she yeah, just she, she didn't respect the, her. She had a couple of fight appearances. Absolutely. She had a, she had a couple of post-fight appearances Absolutely. planned. Yeah. She pick up a couple bucks and walk through the after club. After-party walkthroughs and all, <laughs> all that. All that. She's already <laughs> planning. Her, good, huh? Yeah. So she thought the scowl and the everything was just going to intimidate this girl. And Holly and didn't care. Holly wasn't tripping. She, she wasn't even tripping. She was like, you got to watch these legs. And, and there's ones right. and twos these I got. One- <laughs> That's what you need to watch. But she's, she's dead. <laughs> She's damaged goods now. Do you think she can overcome that? Yeah, I don't know if she can overcome it because it seems like she <clears throat> went for for a high end athlete to admit that level of 
of lowness to right. a certain degree she came in clean. public. She came clean. Right. Yeah, she came clean, she, which is admirable, which can, which probably right. helped a lot of people in a dark place. So right. good on Rhonda for that. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, to then reface the individual who puts you in a dark place, yeah. this is when we're going to be able to test your metal. This Absolutely. is when we're going to find right. out whether or not that uh, she's a champion. Right. 100% agree. I feel like that's the test of a champion, how you bounce back from adversity. I agree. And I feel like if she faces this demon, because... Ali is a demon, okay? There's some possession going on for when it comes to uh, and she the lays boxing hands. ring. Holly is yeah. her, Holly a is demon that lays hands. That's so wrong. <laughs> Holly is is her personal demon. She's her own personal demon. So when she, if she faces her again and, and responds well, we'll see. But I think the world is going to watch. I agree. They want to see. Oh, yeah. on that. Oh, they want to yeah. see. Big money. And, 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 they, and, and I hope Holly gets big money this go-around. Give it to her. Give yeah. her her bread. Yeah. Give her her bread. She I think Goliath. Right? And I think Absolutely. this might be the biggest fight in the UFC history. It will be. Right? I, I think you're right. I'm going to tell you this. Ronda Rousey was the biggest draw. Right? Bigger than Anderson Silva. They yeah. said Dana White has come out multiple times and said Ronda Rousey is the biggest star in the UFC. Yeah. Still, bigger than Conor McGregor. She was At the time, she was yeah. the biggest star in the UFC. Bigger than O.J. Simpson's the knife. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All I'm saying, if it doesn't fit, you must have quit. Okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, Rod. Well, we're so happy you came by. We're not going to take up your whole night. We know you got things to do. You're a busy man. Yeah. But I just want to. I want to talk to uh, everybody listening. You got a big show coming out. Uh, everybody knows Robbie Jones from Temptation, from various roles across the screen. He always lays down the good work, the honest work. Thank you, brother. Uh, and. You know, you may know him from balling on you in hoops because Robbie was a professional <laughs> basketball player as well. Like and, you the business. He, 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 he dropped 25 on you. you Wait. Sleep. He gave you 25. How many rebounds? How many rebounds? How many four or five? Four? You know what yeah. I mean? Because, but he going to give you some, he gonna drop oh, some dimes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. and, and what else he going to give you? He's going to give you about three steals. There oh, you, go. you gave me. I'm, I'm looking at I need, I need him on my fantasy squad. Without question. <laughs> Come on. He's giving you nice numbers. <laughs> I think he probably give me 32 a night. I can't complain about Come that. Come on. And you know, you might be able to get him at a discount on your draft kit. Discount now. So so uh, I'm really excited about this new role you got coming up Thanks. because I really enjoyed the Amazon series Bosch. Yeah. And it's coming back for season two. Yes, sir. You have, uh, it seems like the producers have wised up and got you more action on the show. Yeah, man. Talk to me a little bit about Bosch. Yeah, well, uh, it's coming out on the 11th of this month. That's uh, next Friday. Uh, you'll be able to see all the all the episodes if you have Amazon. Uh, we did 10 episodes this year. And uh, this character... This character I'm playing, George Irvin, he's a undercover cop this season, and we get a chance to do a lot of cool stuff, man. They, uh, it got me, it got me getting the dirt on the bad guys. Oh. So, and that's one uh, thing I liked about this character, though, yeah. is that you know what he he tap danced in that gray area. Uh, of the law right. last season. Yeah. And it seemed to rub Bosch the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. And it, it rubbed some of the other guys that he worked with. You were almost a Kobe Bryant of the LAPD. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> you got the job done right. and you won. But everybody didn't like me. But you, some people might not want to transfer to LAPD <laughs> right. to, to work with you. Right. Don't have a lot of friends. Per se. <laughs> but the, Per se. But the job gets done. And I think that's kind of what happens this year. Uh, it's a lot more in-depth, though, with, the, with this character. I got to have a lot of fun this year. And uh, uh, I would say tune in on the 11th. Stream them. 
Stream. You know, binge watch it. Yeah. And you won't be disappointed with your boy. You know, I, I think I, I, I hope I represent it. But it, oh, I'm sure. Um, it, it, I'm, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I have no doubt. doubt. Yes. You've already represented. Yeah. And season two is so much better than season one. The writing. Really? Everything. The locations. The shots. We saw the first episode uh, on Thursday at the premiere. It looks beautiful. Oh, almost, awesome. It looks cinematic. It looks almost like a, a feature film. So we're excited, man. Really excited. I know I'm excited to see all the rest of the episodes. I haven't seen them. Only seen wow. the first one. Wanted to see the rest of them. They were like, no, that's it. <laughs> Y'all get wait till the 11th. Right. <laughs> Sign up. Right. Don't you hate that? They right. do that. I remember when I didn't have an HBO Go account, and uh, and and I had just shot Ballers, and I was like, oh, cool. Let me just sign into my HBO. Wait a minute. You, I don't get one for free. I don't get one for free. <laughs> right. I'm a company employee. Oh, that's not on the house? That's not a, I, no, I still need $14.99 from me. <laughs> right. That's what y'all need. Could Correct. you guys deduct that from my check right. so that I don't see it? No. Could I rather get a subscription? <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a special shout out to all of our guests today. We have my co-host Terry at Icons. We have Laker Quick at Laker underscore Quick, all on Twitter, and our very special guest of the day, Robbie Jones. You can find him at the Robbie Jones on Twitter. You know what, guys? Do us a favor. We're a new show. Go on iTunes. Tell us what you think about us. Rate, comment, share, tell a friend, bash us. I don't care what you do. Just respond. All right, y'all. This is this has been the inaugural episode of the Ozone. We had wonderful callers. We've had wonderful guests. T Bone Aroni bringing it home with us, and my man Robbie Jones. Thank you so much for stopping by, ladies and gentlemen. This is Omar Miller here, ready to sign off. And I got a quote for you from Henry David Thoreau. And it's not necessarily what you look at; it's what you see. Keep that in mind and be the best you can be. We'll see you next week on the Ozone.